Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts, our bi-weekly live show and podcast that features expert interviews and case studies to show you what to do and what's new in Shopify and e-commerce digital marketing for 2022 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading Shopify and e-commerce marketing experts. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify show in our new series, produced and brought to you by Engage. I'm Marissa Morgan, the Business Development Manager at Engage, and I'm also going to be your show host for this bi-weekly series. We're very excited to bring this series to you. We're going to be bringing you live guest expert interviews bi-weekly, and we're also going to tuck in a few case studies throughout the series as well to not only show you what to do, but what's new in Shopify and e-commerce for 2022 and beyond. I want to thank you so much for joining us. I see the numbers clicking up on Facebook, also on LinkedIn Live. We're currently live streaming right now, simulcast to Facebook, to LinkedIn Live, and also to YouTube. And I want to let you know that today's show is, of course, like all of our shows, a live show. So you can feel free to drop questions or comments in the comment section. And if you have any questions for our guest expert, please leave them so that we can answer those questions live while we have our guest expert here for our guest interview. Okay. Our topic today is digital marketing roadmaps to grow your Shopify store faster in 2022 and beyond. Our guest expert is a digital marketing consultant, and he has helped with Shopify and Delot as well. Be sure to stick around because he'll be here for our Engage News of the Week as well, and you don't want to miss that. Every single show we share with you, a little piece of news, a tip, or a trend. And for this series, every single piece of our Engage News of the Week will pertain to Shopify and e-commerce. All right, before I get started, a quick sponsor mention that all of this incredible information and, and the insights today are brought to you by Engage. Engage, which with its new modular pl platform, Engage OS, democratizes the power of business communication software so that early stage and small to mid-sized businesses using non-technical staff can quickly and easily build customer-facing consumer communication opportunities and applications that fit their needs at little or no cost. Engage OS consists of customizable modules that are simple enough for anyone to use on their own or combine with a click of a button, yet powerful enough to drive core communication function functionability, I'm like tongue-tied today, functionability within any business for any use case and which also integrate very easily with other systems and applications. You can check out more about our platform, Engage OS, at Engage, N-G-A-G-G-E dot com. And you can check out some of our features like SMS, WhatsApp, live chat, Facebook Messenger, Instagram DM, Apple Business Chat, CRM, and Help Desk. All of our modules include bots, 
automation, and a variety of other free productivity features. So check out Engage.com, especially if you have a Shopify store or an e-commerce business, because our tools for little or no cost at all can really help you optimize your customer experience and improve your communication. And that's what it's all about. Well, geez, I'm a little tongue-tied. I'm excited about our new show today. I'm excited to introduce you to our very special guest. His name is Arjun Sharma, and he's joining us today live from Toronto, Canada. If you don't know who Arjun is, you need to. Arjun has experience both in strategic advisory as well as in-depth e-commerce digital solutions. As a former management consultant, he has developed marketing roadmaps built on the Shopify platform and has received attention at the C-suite and board levels. He has built award-winning solutions, practices, and teams in Canada and also overseas. He is an expert in customer analytics and hyper-personalization across key engagement channels. Having directly worked in the space of e-commerce at Shopify and marketing at Deloitte, and I feel like I'm saying that wrong, so he may correct me on that in a minute. He brings the best of both the worlds of arts and science that can benefit organizations of any size and any scale. And I'm sure he has a lot to share with us today as we talk about roadmaps to Shopify. So Arjun, I want to welcome you to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, and thank you for being our guest expert. Well, thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. And thank you so much for the kind words as well. Appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you here. And I want to make sure I'm saying it right. Is it Deloitte? Is that how we say the company name? Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely yes. right. It's Deloitte, Deloitte Consulting. I always type up my scripts and I write things out. And in my brain, I say it as I'm typing it. So I'm like, I know how to pronounce this. And then yeah. sometimes we start the live shows and I'm like, wow, I never double checked, you know? So good. I'm glad my uh, my skill set there, my gut, gut instinct was right. So I want to start off our show with a, a quick statistic um, that I discovered when I was kind of learning a little bit more about Shopify. And that statistic, Arjun, is that nearly a third of e-commerce companies right now um, and e-commerce websites are using Shopify to power their businesses. Mm -hmm. um, and being that you've actually worked directly for Shopify, um, share with us a little bit about your experience and what you saw working directly with Shopify in terms of the types of businesses that you've seen, um, maybe some of the problems and solutions, you know, um, that you've seen. Just share with us a little bit more about your experience when you were working at Shopify. Yeah, sure. Would love to. And first and foremost, I want to say that the stats that you have shared are absolutely on point. Shopify is literally a powerhouse. It's literally like, you know, the largest Canadian company with the largest market cap, a market cap of more than $120 billion. And the best part about Shopify is that it has scalable solutions for each and every problem in the space of e-commerce. For example, if you are a big box retailer like a Walmart or a Target and you really want to make use of e-commerce marketing, you can do that using Shopify. You want to sell your services, you can do that using Shopify. Shopify also has so many solutions for mid-sized businesses, for, you know, people like you and me as well, 
and also for individuals who want to you know try selling out or maybe try this or maybe just try the shopify platform as well so shopify literally has a suite of solutions and that is the reason i think why the organization is growing on a constant basis plus i think one another key with shopify is that they have their own marketplace they have their own apps of marketplace for example you can go to app store on apple you can go to the google play store on google and you know download different types of applications so similarly you can do that in the world of shopify as well and what that basically means is that innovation and productivity is never going to end it's never going to die in the case of shopify because if there is a solution that you are looking for you can simply install an application some of them are free some of them are paid however it does gives you that convenience where you can scale your models scale your solutions so i think that's the number one reason why shopify is growing and when i was working in the organization i was literally working you know kind of like very closely with retailers helping them to set up different types of e-commerce channels helping them with solution design uh, helping them with different types of marketing strategies including your automation making use of customer data so that was the gist of my time and how it was spent in the company well i think you shared a lot in just that little blip of time um reasons why shopify has been so successful and reasons why Shopify is a great place to grow and scale your business. I like that you shared that Shopify offers its users a lot of in-house tools to manage their stores and to grow and to scale. And we're going to talk today about this roadmap, right? How to grow your Shopify store faster. And I'm very proud to say that Engage is a great um you know, cloud-based platform that also offers these tools such as automation, email marketing, SMS, because these are the tools you need to be successful um, in e-commerce and specifically Shopify. Mm -hmm. And you're the man today who's really going to shed some light on how these different tools can really bring you success in your Shopify store. So for the for our audience watching, by the way, I see many of you on LinkedIn. Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify. I see many of you logging in now on Facebook. Welcome to our live show. I'm joining you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Arjun is here from Toronto, Canada. Feel free to just let us know you've tuned in today in the comment section. Drop a comment. Let us know your name and where you're viewing from. We'd love to say hello to you live during today's show. And also, if you have any questions, feel free to drop those in the comment section. So Arjun, let's go ahead for our audience and pop up an outline of a few of the things we're going to hit on for today's talk. For those of you listening on the podcast replay, I will definitely read through this outline for you. So we're talking about digital marketing roadmaps to grow your Shopify store faster in 2022 and beyond. Arjun is going to share with us how we can save time. That's in incredibly important. We all want more time and we all want to save time and maximize our return, right? So using marketing automation in the realm of emails, messaging, and programmatic advertising. Love that. We're going to talk about how we can market more effectively using your CRM and customer engagement data. And then something I know you're all interested in, we're going to talk about increasing sales. We'll talk about some abandoned cart strategies and SMS automations. I'm a big fan of SMS automation, so I can't wait until we talk about that. But let's start our talk, Arjun, with a little bit about marketing automation tools to help people save time. 
of course would love to. So my definition of automation is basically, you know, if you have a process and if you're spending a lot of time on it, and if there is a tool or technology that you can deploy in order to automate it to save time, that is what automation truly means to me. And in the space of Shopify, in the world of Shopify, there are like a lot of things that you can do with respect to automation. And I think I want to kick it off by talking about chatbots, because I think you also mentioned about chatbots and different types of bots. So chatbots can literally save you so many hours and for, for example, let's consider this use case. You are a store owner, you are selling different types of products and customers want to inquire about, you know, your they want to inquire about your physical locations and they literally want to know what are your hours of operations or what are your hours of working or if there is a complaint that the customers want to, you know, kind of like flag off to you or if there is any discrepancy in the order that the customers have ordered. All of these things can be tackled by a bot. Like the bot can literally literally it, it, it can literally offer you so much of it, it can literally help you with you know automating different types of tasks and it can literally save up almost 40 percent to 30 percent of your time when it comes to providing customer service so that would be number one okay, and so number number one we're talking about chat bots and for those of you who are saying oh i'm not quite sure i understand what a live chat bot is that's going to be a feature right in your store or for instance, on your e-commerce website, so that when someone goes to your website or they're in your store and they have a question, um, they can literally click that uh, emoji or that, um, what do we call that little thing? The little chat box, if you will. And, and, and someone will be able to offer an opportunity to help them um, answer questions, give information. So that is number one. And I agree, that's an incredibly useful uh, tool an automation tool to not only help optimize the customer experience, um, but also save time. Great. Absolutely. Okay. Like the bot can literally filter out 40%, 60% of your customer service tickets or requests. And then the human or the store owner can literally focus on the remaining 30%, 40%. So that would basically save a lot of time. And I think the second thing I would talk about is your campaign management. Like literally, if you are making use of email marketing, which I believe you should, if you are a Shopify store owner, you should automate majority of your email marketing. For example, if a customer makes a purchase, you should kind of like trigger a welcome email for the customer. You should trigger a transactional email for a customer. And all of these things can be automated. So you don't have to manually enter the name of the product. You don't have to manually enter the name of the customer. You can simply make use of different types of scripts when it comes to email marketing and automate the entire process. For example, if today I were to make a purchase or maybe like, you know, say for example, if I were to buy a basketball or maybe a football, then the moment I click on the complete button, the moment I enter my credit card details, I should be getting like a welcome email with my name in it, with some sort of personalization saying, hi, Arjun, thank you for purchasing this product. Here are your details, etc., etc." So that would be automation along the lines of emails. And the same can also happen when it comes to SMS. And when it comes to choosing between emails and SMS, I feel like you should be having uh, both the channels 100%. But I kind of like, I have a bias towards SMS. And the reason is that people have this inclination for opening up more messages as opposed to opening up emails, right? And yes. in the case of emails, the email service provider, for example, be it Outlook or Gmail, they might just reject your email or might automatically just populate your email in the spam folder, but that is not applicable in the space of SMS. So if you are sending out messages and SMSs to your customers, I think you are absolutely doing the right thing. But one thing that you need to keep in mind is compliance. 
And when it comes to compliance, you need to make sure that you have permissions from your art audience or your customers to send them those messages and emails. Absolutely. And as a consumer who certainly myself opts in for a lot of SMS marketing campaigns, I do recognize that there really is a process. You do have to say yes to opt into an SMS campaign. And then they also usually make it pretty clear how you can opt out at any time by simply sending the word stop or no, et cetera. So I think that I have to agree with you. SMS campaigns is a powerful way to connect with your consumers because again as a consumer myself i am definitely pretty attached to my phone emailing i always have to like do something to open an email right i have to go into my email bank to actually see the email there but with text messaging we all know we're accustomed to hearing that ding and a lot of times we respond so quickly when it's a text opportunity uh, and I will say, I've had a lot of companies upsell me through SMS automation because I'm already purchasing something or I already like their brand. So SMS automated marketing is a great way to let your customers know when you have a new product launch, when you're offering a sale, um, follow up with, again, customer service. Do you like your product? Is there anything wrong? Are you happy with it? And it's a very uh, easy way, especially for our I, I want to say our generation, but I feel like all the generations right now are using text. I know my parents use text. Pretty much everyone right now who has an iPhone or a uh, smartphone is very accustomed to using the text feature. So you really can also span a huge group of your customers, maybe even all of them for the most part. Yeah, so. yeah. And the best part is that, you know, once you start collecting this information, you can also store it as part of a CRM tool or technology. For mm -hmm. example, the case of Shopify, and if we are, and while we are at the subject of automation, I think you should definitely also make use of a CRM platform in order to, you know, automate majority of your marketing efforts. And the platform that I would want to recommend is going to be HubSpot, because number one, it's scalable. Number two, it's relatively cheap as compared to other alternatives out there in the market, such as your Salesforce. And the third reason is that HubSpot can offer you a couple of free solutions as well. So if you are a first-time store owner and if you really want to you know save some cents save some dollars then perhaps you should be making use of hubspot email automation hubspot sms automation and you don't need to know how to code hubspot can take care of the coding for you all you need to do is simply connect hubspot to your shopify store arjun i have to interrupt as the business development manager at Engage, I also want to say that's what we do at Engage as well. So you can do the same thing. Uh, we have a great CRM system. People can make our apps, basically. They can, uh, gosh, I just got excited. Um, they can, you know, uh, sync awesome. our apps. Yeah, they can yeah. integrate and sync our apps with their software, their platform, their e-commerce store. And we have so many tools for automation as well, like LiveBots, which you mentioned. And also, of course, um, chat, chat boxes, SMS messaging, email automation, all of those things as well. So I know HubSpot is certainly out there, but if you're looking for a very affordable and even potentially low cost to free option, check out Engage after today's show for sure. All right, let's talk a little bit. So you mentioned getting into the CRM. Let's talk about how we can use our CRM and customer engagement data to help grow our Shopify store. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think the first thing that individuals kind of like fail to realize is that, you know, whenever they're making use of a CRM system, they're kind of like operating in a silo. That is, they're not really connecting their CRM to the Shopify or to the e-commerce platform that they are making use of. And because of this, what happens is that there is a disconnect between data, which is coming in from different sources. So I think the first thing that individuals should do is kind of like maintain a single source of truth which is, you know, how the data is going to flow into the e-commerce system from there, how it's going to flow to the CRM system. And all of these integrations are super easy. You can literally, like, you don't, again, need to know any sort of coding, nothing like that. All you can mm -hmm. do is simply, you know, connect the CRM system to your e-commerce platform and make sure that the data entry points are connected as well. For example, if you're getting data through your social media channels like Facebook, Instagram, or through your website registration page, just make sure that everything is in sync and everything is connected and once you have that information i think the how you can make use of a crm platform is by literally creating audiences creating different types of audiences based upon say you know their preferences in the sense that the kind of products that they're buying or maybe you can create an audience based upon their location for example somebody you know, a list of people living in the state of California or maybe a list of people living in New York, right? And then what you can do is the CRM can literally help you to identify different types of opportunities. Opportunities such as what would be the best day, the best time to send an email that would have the maximum chance of getting opened up in the inbox of that particular customer. You are a smart cookie, Arjun, I'll tell you. I love this idea of segmenting your CRM. That makes a lot of sense because, again, that's something also that's going to save you time in the long run, especially if you have marketing campaigns that are geared towards a certain age group or a certain um, geographic location. Segmenting. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a particular product, for example, if you want to focus on a particular product and you feel like, you know, a part, that there are like certain audiences that are kind of like inclined towards a particular product, then you can create a particular segment or maybe a group within your CRM for that product and target that audience, you know, with focused communications, with personalized communications, only and only talking about that particular product or maybe variations of that product. Perfect. And then you mentioned segmenting and then what, what, oh, I love this idea too of using data to figure out the best time to send an email based on when emails are opened. We all know, and if you guys are on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook for social or business reasons, we all know right now the world is ruled by algorithms, right? And I know a lot of us don't like it. Unfortunately, I think they're here to stay. So Arjun, you brought up a great point, and that is really to become um, become well-versed in the data. Um, and I know A-B testing is something that we've talked about in the past, which is potentially testing different strategies um, and quickly reviewing that data. Don't do a marketing campaign for two months or three months, right? Because you may know within a week or two if that's working. Um, so A-B testing and looking at that data is incredibly important when it comes to building your, your digital strategy. But I love this idea of monitoring data, like when an email is opened, and then catering your automated email system to be in line with when you're going to get the best results. 
Yeah, I think you made a great point about A-B testing and definitely a CRM platform can help you with A-B testing. For example, if you want to A-B test your subject line, what you would do is you would go ahead, create like two to three variations of your subject line and then create a goal in the CRM platform. The goal, if it is pertaining to awareness, then in that case, the metric that you would track is the number of opens, correct? So let's imagine you have a database of 100 subscribers and you have three different variations of subject lines. What you do is you, you first select maybe like 20 to 30 subscribers send them different versions of the emails and then depending upon the goal that you have kind of like created in the crm system what the tool would do is it would send the winning subject line the email with the winning subject line to the remaining subscribers in this case that's going to be 70 or 80 and i've just taken the example with a number of 100 but that is usually not the case because 100 is pretty low when it comes to subscriber data so imagine what a crm system can do if you have more than 10,000 subscribers with Wow. So we're talking about digital marketing roadmaps to grow your Shopify faster in 2022 and beyond. I want to welcome you to today's show. If you're just joining us now, don't worry. You may have missed the beginning of the show, but I will share in just a few minutes where you can find the replay of this show. So don't worry at all. You didn't miss a thing, but you're tuning in just as we're talking about not only saving time by using marketing automation, email, messaging, and different pro program basically programmed automated advertising. We're talking about how to market more effectively using your CRM by segmenting your data, right? And using your customer engagement data to more streamline your campaigns. Arjun is here. We're going to continue talking about how to increase your, your sales and grow your Shopify. And really the third point we have on our, on our outline for today, Arjun, is how to increase sales. We all know that's what everybody wants to do. That's why they have a Shopify store. That's why they're in e-commerce. They want to increase sales. They want more revenue. They want to grow faster and they want loyal customers as well. We all know loyal customers buy more. They spend more. They tell people about products and services that are great. So share with us some of your strategies for increasing sales in our Shopify store. Right. I think the first thing that you would want to do is you would want to focus on search engine optimization. Mm -hmm. uh, that is making sure that, you know, if you're selling a particular product, it's literally coming in on the first page of Google, because literally I was reading this joke somewhere and the joke is something like this. I think um, the best place to hide a dead body is on the second page of Google because nobody's going to literally go there. Right. So you need to make sure that your products and your, you know, your Shopify store is literally popping up on the first page of Google. So invest in SEO and by investing in SEO, there are like a multiple, there are multiple tricks and tips that perhaps you can do. You can make sure that, you know, you're adding all tags to your images. You can make sure that you're having all of those relevant keywords as part of your Shopify store. You can make sure that you have multiple backlinks as well, floating on the internet, linking back to your website. And we can kind of like dive into the technicalities maybe later on, but SEO is going to be number one. The okay. second thing that I would focus on is Instagram and TikTok because literally Instagram has a lot of active users. I think if I'm not wrong, Instagram has like 500 million daily active users. And on Instagram, you can literally tag your Shopify store. You can create shoppable stories, shoppable posts. And the same is what you can do on TikTok as well. Arjun, uh, hold on a second. Were you peeking at my script? because you're talking about what our engaged news of the week is. This is good, this is very good. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but this is exactly what we're gonna talk about for our engaged news of the week. So carry on, Instagram, TikTok are where it's at, absolutely. 
Yeah, and then similarly, I think you would also want to make use of the Facebook store as well, because literally Facebook offers you a marketplace. Facebook offers you the option to create your own store. And what you can do is simply integrate it with your Shopify store by making use of an API or a plugin, which is available for free as part of the Shopify app store. Another thing that I would do is I would focus on creating high quality content because content is king, like literally content is king in today's world driven by data, by you know by by personalization and when it comes to content you should create literally blogs landing pages that talk about your products your services that offer customers different types of promo codes what you can also do to improve your sales is you know launch bogo campaigns and bogo in this case is going to be the acronym for buy one get one free you know as soon as a customer makes a purchase send them an email send them an sms with a coupon code and you can automate all of these things as well so these would be some of the tricks that perhaps i would deploy if i were to be a newbie in the ecosystem of shopify to grow the sales and i think when it comes to growth when it comes to sales particularly it's also important to track how your sales are you know coming along over a period of time so shopify does offer you a couple of reporting tools measurement tools and technologies where you can check out how your sales have been performing month over month year over year and what are the various sources that are bringing in the maximum revenue for example you can identify by going to analytics if facebook is driving maximum customers mm -hmm. to your store or not and if that is the case then your future marketing efforts can focus on facebook Great tips, great insights. That's something um, as a company that we always talk about, and that is making sure that you are where your customers are. And you just shared how some of the Shopify analytics can help you understand exactly where your customers are and how they're getting funneled into your Shopify store. And that's incredibly important. Wow, so much meat in this presentation in such a small amount of time. I absolutely love it. Um, let me see if I have any other, let me, let me see if I have any questions for you. Um, well, you know what, I, how about just a simple question of, um, being, being the fact that you are a consultant and you help a lot of people, is there maybe, um, you know, a common problem that your clients, you know, tend to be facing with Shopify that you often help them with an example, maybe of something that, you know, you've helped a client troubleshoot. In, in terms of their Shopify store and what that might be. Right. I think um, the common problem would be that a lot of these clients, they're focusing on the desktop experience, but they're not at all focusing on optimizing their store for mobile. And here I'm talking about enterprise level clients. I'm talking about enterprise level accounts. I'm not even talking about mid-sized businesses like these big box retailers, big companies, big organizations that are making use of the Shopify platform. They're like completely fixated on making use of the platform and, you know, keeping in mind the view that a customer sees on their desktop as opposed to mobile. And this is where I kind of like give them tips and tricks in order to optimize their store for a mobile device because mobile is super important. I feel like majority of the purchases happen over mobile. I don't even remember when was the last time I made a purchase by opening up my desktop and you know going to an e-commerce website. Sure, I think I would do that if I were to be buying a heavy item such as a piece of furniture or something like that. But right. if I'm buying a piece of cloth or if I'm buying you know anything that is remotely under the range of maybe like $150 or maybe mm -hmm. like 
$200, I would simply make use of my mobile, you know, and just make the purchase. So you need to make sure that your store has been optimized for mobile. That is number one. And I think I would also want to talk about another problem. And the second problem is that the checkout process is extremely lengthy. Like literally in order to, you know, some in some stores, what I've seen is that to complete a checkout, first you have to enter your email ID, which is super irritating for somebody like me who does not want to get, you know, say for example, spam or does not want to provide their details simply. Yes. Right? You're like, I want the shirt, please. I don't want the emails afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of stores has to have this policy where you have to provide your contact details. And then, you know, once you have selected the product, they would redirect you to another page where you will be able to view different types of alternatives. And it's going to ask you to make a selection over there. Then it's going to take you to the payments page. So that is a three-step process, which is a no-no. You need to have a one-step, a single checkout process that's simply allows you to put a product in the cart in one click and then you need to have different types of integrations available on the payments page such as your Stripe, your Apple Pay, Google Pay so that customers can pay in whatever medium they want and these days crypto is gaining so much of traction like literally I wouldn't be surprised if Shopify were to release an integration tomorrow to make payments using crypto. So that's really funny you said that because if you're just joining us, Arjun said, make sure to streamline the checkout process. And that is a big, big um, no-no in terms of, you know, he's seen a lot of his clients do the wrong thing, uh, which is have it be too lengthy. I am the first, you know, consumer to tell you if there's an option to check out as a guest and I don't have to put all this stuff in, I always click that option. And it, always prevents me from ending up on an email list I don't want to be on. And I notice, especially Arjun, we have to think about why our consumers are shopping. Yes, I would say 70% of the time they're shopping for the, themselves, right? They're, they're buying uh, clothes for themselves or, you know, furniture for themselves. But also let's think about gift giving. Maybe I see something and it's the perfect gift for somebody. It's I'm never going to use it myself. It's uh, some sort of pogo stick, right, for my niece. I want to be able to buy that. I want to be able to ship it to my niece. And I don't want to be signed up on a pogo stick email. Uh, list where I'm going to get blasted with pogo stick emails every other day, right? So I think it's very important to streamline that checkout process because I would say that's one of the number re number one reasons we see so many abandoned carts. People get frustrated with the process and they're like, you know what? This is too much work. I don't need it that bad. There's too many steps and it gives them too much time to rationalize why they don't need something. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree. And I think, you know, that's the right way to go about it. Plus, I think there is also this another thing which I'm noticing these days. And it's literally, you know, a lot of fraud happening in the space of e-commerce as well. Because literally what, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to generalize anyone. But literally, with respect to fraud, what has been observed is that customers would order a product they would pay using their bank the store owners would ship them the products and after they would receive it they would kind of like raise a chargeback request with the bank and the bank would kind of like you know do the reversal when it comes to payment so if you are a shopify store owner who has some scale i think in that case it's going to be pretty wise to invest in a fraud identification solution as well a solution that's you know literally uh, going to come with a list of potential spammers or potential individuals who have been involved in fraud. And it's literally going to contain details of their credit cards, details of their postal codes, and automatically flag off certain transactions as spam. And I'm not saying that you know, if a transaction has been 
a marked as spam. You don't need to supply or ship your product. In that case, maybe what you can do is send them an email, you know, call them directly once they submit their information to you, just to, you know, kind of like uh, talk, talk to them about what their requirements are, talk about the product. And I think that is something which store owners should do, especially if you are somebody who is operating a mid-sized store. Absolutely. And I think that's a big part of just really optimizing the customer experience and making the customer feel comfortable. I know I purchased something through Instagram once and it really left a bad taste in my mouth as a consumer. It was my first time purchasing through Instagram because I got to the checkout page. Luckily, the checkout page was fairly easy. I checked out as a guest. I was able to use PayPal. Everything's yeah. jiving. It was fairly easy. However, there were no notifications about how long the item would take to ship. Mm -hmm. And there were no notifications about added taxes and that this product was coming from overseas, somewhere in Asia. So I got all the way through. I, I had an anticipated cost in my head for, you know, average tax and got to the end and it didn't show me the final amount until after I processed it through PayPal. And then it was literally like 14, this was a $25 item, let's say. Yep. It was like $14 more than I anticipated after I'd factored in tax and knew that there was a shipping charge. There was like $14 in undisclosed fees. And I felt really broken in terms of trust. I was like, great. I anticipated a $25 charge. Now it's 37 or 40. Not cool for what the item was. Well, then let's fast forward to the fact that it was not disclosed how long shipping would take or that it was coming from overseas. And sure enough, I think it took about four, four to five weeks to arrive. So completely arrived when way past when I needed it. Yeah. And just that one incident, Arjun, has made me very hesitant whenever things pop up through Instagram, especially. That's my my uh, you know my social media app of choice, because I always say, "Ooh, does it sound too good to be true?" Like that item, you know, that I tried to purchase in the past. Yeah. Never so. A store again so yeah absolutely i think that is customer psychology as well but perhaps while we're on the subject i feel like so i also kind of like have this one tip for you know anybody who wants to become a first-time shopify store owner but does not know what to sell or how to sell because not everybody you know is kind of like in the business of manufacturing products so a lot of times what you can do is you can do drop shipping and i'm pretty sure uh drop shipping is something which is super common in today's world and by drop shipping what i mean is you can simply outsource products from somebody else who is the manufacturer your shopify store can be the medium you can simply do marketing to attract people to your shopify store and customers are going to make orders from your store the manufacturer is going to ship the products on your behalf and what you get is a commission so there is this app that exists in the Shopify app store known as Oberlo, O-B-E-R-L-O. It's called Oberlo. So you can literally go to Oberlo and there are a lot of manufacturers that you can find over there. You can reach out to them, you can contact them, and you can simply create a store uh, in Shopify, you know, partner up with those manufacturers and simply earn commissions. So a lot of people that I know have been doing this as a side hustle and earning quite a good amount of side income. That's a great tip and an excellent way for someone to get started in the e-commerce Shopify world, uh, drop shipping. And I know there's a lot of large big box companies right now. I won't mention them, but you all probably shop at them. They're, they're prime shopping uh, companies. Um, 
and um, they also use Dropship and, and they are able to offer a lot more products because of that, right, Arjun? Yeah, yeah, like literally, uh, this is public information, so I can perhaps talk about it. Like Walmart has literally opened up its marketplace to different types of manufacturers who would want to sell their products through the marketplace of Walmart. So that is a prime example of your drop shipping because those manufacturers are not selling products inside the physical retail outlets of mm -hmm. Walmart. They are selling those products through the Walmart e-commerce website, where Walmart is simply just vetting them out and then giving them permissions to sell those products through their e-commerce marketplace. And I know Target and Amazon, they're all doing it. And it's an excellent way for those companies to take advantage of the popularity, the convenience, the eyes, the notoriety, the reputation, the customer service of those big box stores. Well, Arjun, you have shared so much with myself and our audience in such a short amount of time. I definitely want to share a few comments that are coming in from the audience. Um, Lean says, thank you so very much. She very much enjoyed the talk, and she's asking me to share how she can listen to this talk again. Lean, I definitely will do that in just a moment. I also got a comment through email from Rebecca, who says this has been one of the most insightful and informative talks that she's heard so far this year, and she's excited for our new series. So, Rebecca, thank you kindly. Arjun, you are an incredible expert in terms of Shopify and e-commerce, and I can see why you are very um, well regarded in this industry. Now, speaking of your insights and your experience and your reputation, I am going to share our Engage News of the Week as we slowly wrap up our show here. Don't forget, I will share how to rewatch this show in just a little bit here, but our Engage News of the Week is something that we end our show with. And for this series, we are keeping our guests here on, on camera with me so that we can talk a little bit about the Engage News of the Week, because each week it will feature a tip, a trend, a piece of news as it pertains to Shopify and e-commerce. So we definitely want our guests to weigh in. So Arjun is, is psychic and uh, apparently knew what the Engage News of the Week was going to be or close to it. So I'll share this with everybody here, Arjun, and I'd love for you to just weigh in with me. So this week's news of the week is all about TikTok. TikTok has 1 billion monthly average users around the world, a billion, even more than a billion. 25% of TikTok users say they purchase or research a product after watching a video on TikTok. And the hashtag, I think this is hilarious, hashtag TikTok made me buy it has 4.6 billion views. So Shopify recently launched ad integration with TikTok, which lets merchants sync their catalogs and create shoppable video ads within Shopify. Yeah. Now our new TikTok shopping allows brands to create a mini storefront on TikTok by adding a shopping tab to their profile and integrating their Shopify product catalog. They can tag and link the products in their organic TikTok seamlessly bringing commerce for you for um, to the for you page. So this was something you touched on with Instagram and TikTok, this integration that you see happening. Um, I think we all expected this, right? It wasn't going to be long. Um, how is this going to change the the sales that are happening in Shopify and the amount of business that Shopify is doing? 
Yeah, so I think this is the same integration that Shopify did with Instagram a couple of years ago. So literally it had to happen at some point of time because you definitely have more number of active users on TikTok as compared to your Instagram. I think on Instagram it's 500 mil and on TikTok it's almost like 1 billion, which is a huge number. But this is what my concern is with TikTok as a platform. And it's nothing about their algorithm. It's nothing about the company or the organization. It's more about from the perspective of a store owner, is TikTok the right channel for you to sell your products and to invest money? That is a question that different types of store owners need to answer. And I think the and I think part of the answer is going to depend upon the product that they're selling on social media. Because if you take a look at TikTok, if you take a look at the demographics on TikTok, literally majority of their users are below the age of 60. So if there is a user that is below the age of 16, I suppose they're not going to be having a credit card of their own. They are going to be dependent upon either their guardians, their parents to make those purchases. So what is going to happen is that even though you have TikTok as a channel that enjoys a lot of popularity among millennials, you don't know if these are going to be the individuals that are going to be making those purchase decisions. So, you know, you mm -hmm. might want to target their parents or you might want to target, I don't know, the people who are actually making purchase decisions. And similarly on Instagram as well, I think the, dar the target audience, the demographic is pretty young, but uh, on TikTok, it's even younger. So that is what my only kind of like, you know, uh, viewpoint is on TikTok at the moment because I don't know if you're investing like $500 on an ad campaign on TikTok and literally that ad is going out to a 10 year or a 12 year old toddler. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they have the authority to, you know, make that purchase. It's great for awareness, but then from a marketing ROI perspective, you have to figure out if your product is worthy of, you know, uh, being sold on TikTok or not. I'm, I think that's so interesting that you brought that up, the age difference on apps, because I actually brought this up uh, yesterday to a business owner who is interested in getting on TikTok. The business is currently, you know, using Facebook and also using Instagram and they have a Shopify store. And I mentioned this kind of age, um, call it like the age question, right? The are your customers really on TikTok? And she had an interesting response that really got me thinking, right? Things that make you go, hmm, she is probably in her late 40s or early 50s. I'm actually not sure of her age. But I said, you know, do you use TikTok? And she said, Marissa, surprisingly, I'm on TikTok all the time. She goes, I don't create videos. She goes, but I can't tell you how much stuff I buy from TikTok. She goes, I also have TikTok because my children have TikTok. Her children are 10, 11, 12. She yes. goes, and I want to know what they're doing on TikTok. And I want to know who they're connecting with and yada, yada, yada. So she said, and I thought this was interesting. She said, surprisingly, you know, we at first weren't sure about TikTok, but now we're thinking there are a lot of users on TikTok that aren't necessarily active, mm -hmm. but they may still be influenced and they may still purchase through TikTok. So I just thought that was interesting because I believed exactly what you presented, which is eh, maybe your age range, maybe your customer's not there. Think twice about it because you could end up wasting money. Um, but I thought that was interesting. It was a little devil's advocate point of view, you know, 
that's definitely a very interesting viewpoint, I guess. Yeah. And um, I think how I would solution it, maybe if I were to be in the shoes of that particular store owner, instead of, you know, ad, instead of spending advertising dollars, sponsoring my ads on TikTok, what I would do is I would go about identifying micro influencers on TikTok because TikTok has a lot of micro influencers, you know, people who are making those reels for baby products, people who are like talking about buying houses and whatnot. So so if you are planning to kind of like get into the space of TikTok, maybe what you can do is start off by, you know, doing a partnership with a micro influencer and then, you know, maybe provide them a good for free or ask them to advertise on your behalf, strike out mm -hmm. a partnership with them and check out the results. If the results are favorable, that means it's working out for you. So that is great. Yeah, that is awesome advice. And I think that that absolutely lines up and falls into the marketing strategy of a lot of different Shopify stores is this idea of using a micro influencer. So, but you are a smart man, Arjun. I want to say this. You are uh, an incredible guest. I am so excited that you were our first guest to kick off this new series. We've brought to you, I think, 57 episodes of our previous series, which it was, you know, it, digital marketing intelligence for um, startups, for entrepreneurs, and just in general. Now we're really shifting to Shopify, and you were our first official Shopify guest to share with us your insights and your experience. And I really appreciate you taking the time to do that with us. You're a wonderful guest. Well, thank you so much. The pleasure is all mine. I'm happy that I could add value. And thank you for the invite again, Marissa. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Now, before I let you go, Arjun, of course, I want to share how our audience can connect with you after today's show. Do I have your blessing to share your LinkedIn link for our audience? Of course. Of course. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. So in case somebody wants to reach out, I'm happy to have a quick chat. Awesome. For those of you watching live, I just put that link up on the screen. For those of you listening on the podcast replay, I'll share how you can connect with Arjun on LinkedIn. You're going to go to LinkedIn and you're going to search A-J-O-O-S-H-A-R-M-A. -O -O so it sounds like Aju Sharma, A-J-O-O-S-H-A-R-M-A. -O -O -A. His full name is Arjun, A-R-G-J-U-N, Arjun Sharma. You can connect with him on LinkedIn. And if you do that, please be sure to drop him a note when you connect, thanking him for his participation on digital marketing intelligence for Shopify and being such a fantastic expert. Arjun, thank you so much for sharing your time again and insights with us. And I hope you have a great rest of 2020. I hope the same for you as well. Thank you so much for the invite again and talk soon. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, Arjun. This was an incredible kickoff to our new series, Engage Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, Ask the Experts. Arjun was a wonderfully insightful guest who shared so many different ways in such a small amount of time to grow and scale your Shopify store in 2022 and beyond. I do want to encourage you to connect with Arjun on it, on LinkedIn. He has a lot of experience to offer. He is a consultant. Um, maybe he can help you and your business grow more, faster, better in 2022 and beyond. I want to thank our guests, um, or excuse me, our, our audience guests for participating in today's talk and sharing comments with us. And for those of you who would like to follow up and rewatch the show or share the show with a colleague, I want to share with you exactly how you can find our live show library. You can find our live show library at www.engage.com. That's N-G-A-G-G-E.com 
forward slash live dash show dash library. That is our live show library. There's also a podcast library as well, if you prefer to listen to the audio version. But that's where you can find all of our previous shows. And that's where our June show will live starting on Monday. So you can go there to watch the replay. You can also find the podcast available as well. And we recently added some guest testimonials. We've had so many guests, I think 57, I think our June is our 58th, I think, uh, throughout the last nine months. And so many of our guests have shared wonderful testimonials. So I do want to encourage you to visit our live show library for more show replays and more information about our show. Okay. One thing I also want to share with you quickly before I go is how you can connect with our company Engage. I already shared that you can check out Engage OS which offers you customizable modules to grow and scale your business, optimize your customer experience, make your communication with your customers better and more influential. You can find out more about Engage OS at www.engage, that's N-G-A-G-G-E.com. And you can also connect with us on LinkedIn. You can find us under the companies N-G-A-G-G-E. Again, look for the rainbow colored cog wheel. And lastly, of course, you can connect with us on Facebook. You can search N-G-A-G-G-E, look for the rainbow colored cog on Facebook. Now, we're going to continue this series for the next six months talking about Shopify and e-commerce. If you, in fact, are experienced in the e-commerce world or specifically Shopify, if that's your niche, please email me. We'd love to have you on as a guest on our show to share your insights on Shopify and e-commerce. You can email me at Marissa. Dot m at engage.com. For those of you listening on the podcast, it's M-A-R-I-S-S-A dot M at N-G-A-G-G-E dot com. And you can connect with me as well on LinkedIn, the Marissa Morgan. This has been a wonderful first show. I'm so excited. I want you to continue to join us throughout this incredibly insightful series on Shopify and e-commerce. And I want to invite you to next week's show. Our next show is next Tuesday, January 25th, 12 p.m. Eastern. Our guest will be an award-winning inventor, founder, and CEO. Her name is Uli Hashlocker. And we're going to learn from her how to drive sales to your Shopify store with app integration and SMS messaging and so much more. So her, her Shopify store is one of the top beauty category Shopify stores. So we're going to learn from her exactly what has helped her to be successful in her Shopify store. So join me next Tuesday, January 25th at 12 p.m. Eastern. And until then, continue to rock your Shopify stores, your e-commerce business. And when you have questions about how to succeed and get ahead in your Shopify store, in digital marketing, digital marketing strategy, and with tools to help you grow and scale your business, I hope you'll come back to us here at Engage because we'd love to help you grow and scale. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you next week.